0: Hey, Peppin, Yo, yo. You know, I've been
1: thinking a lot lately about um, you. Okay. You're kind of a freak. Oh, hey, thanks. Wait, no. Why did you say that? Because I think you do some weird things. Like what? Like,
0: uh, you know, the whole thing where you take in and change
1: gases in your body. That is kind of weird when you think about it. Like,
0: put in... One gas and then out comes another. What's that all about?
1: Yeah, have you ever been like having sex with somebody and nope. Oh, go on. Oh, okay. Oh, well, this is this is hypothetical, I'm not pertaining okay. to you particularly because. Uh, <laughs> <Sure enough. laughs> and you you know your dick's inside her and you're like, huh? This is weird. How did this come about?
0: Man, that sounds like a hell of a problem. <laughs> Nate, I think we need to talk. <laughs> Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend Nathan Pepin. How's it going, Pepin? Yo, yo, doing well. How about yourself, Steve? I'm doing outstanding. Thank you so much for asking. And I want to talk today about weird stuff. Tell me about weird stuff with you. Oh, well, Steve, do you do any weird things? Um, I sleep with the fan on and YouTube running and I cuddle a pillow. And then sometimes I want to move to the other side, so I have a pillow on either side of me so I can flip over and cuddle the other pillow.
1: Are these body pillows or just regular pillows? It's just
0: regular pillows. I have like seven pillows on my bed. Yeah. And they're all full-size like pillows.
1: I'm kind of the same way though, because well, not with the double pillow thing, but it's like I have like a body pillow and then I put like a pillow like right where my uh, my pelvis is mm-hmm. too. Okay. and like a dick pillow. Yeah. And it keeps my legs from like crushing my balls or something. I don't know.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: I, th- that's what I say it's for, but it's probably just more for support. That way I don't sleep in my stomach exactly.
0: That makes sense. Some penile breathing room.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what you need. And also, so what made me think about this is I get random weird thoughts sometimes, but also I do really, really re- weird things sometimes too, which I think everyone knows. So one thing I get kind of obsessive with is my s- spreadsheets. Uh, you've seen some of my spreadsheets, Steve. Yeah. And how would you describe them? Um, intense. Intense. hmm What makes them intense?
0: That they're way over the top for something that doesn't necessarily even need a spreadsheet.
1: Yep. So I was having a conversation with my manager and he was telling me that I'm kind of neurotic Mm-hmm. He, well, first he told me that was weird. Mm-hmm. Then he told me that was kind of neurotic. He's like, I mean this in a good way. And I'm like, okay. He's, I'm insulting you in a good way. And it's like, oh, wh- what do you mean by this? And he's like, well, you see, you have a spreadsheet for keeping track of... Your spreadsheets. Well, no, not that, but... yeah, <laughs> yet. You have, you have a spreadsheet keeping track of like every place you have money, how much money is there, what kind of bills you have in certain denominations." And he went on with all these different examples. I'm like, yeah. You're like, obviously. Doesn't yeah. everybody? <laughs> yeah. It's like, isn't that, isn't that a little overboard? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just kind of how I think. So it's like whenever I whenever I like need to figure something out, I, I do a spreadsheet. And it, it allows me to think. So I'm kind of neurotic in that way. And... I showed you my one spreadsheet For my financial stuff mm-hmm. And It's like I don't know I don't remember doing this But apparently I had Ambien A sleeping pill And uh, I made this whole like Life chart Where it's got like A picture of a human body And like my age Like an age chart And stuff like this And like <laughs> and Your I, vitality Yeah I called it vitals <laughs> My weight My height <laughs> Yeah like Why did I add this page to it?
0: When I'm 65, my vitals will be You ever seen that, right? Yeah Oh mm. my god That was wild I let you breeze right past that
1: one I, like Because <laughs> you were so confused It's, it's like If anyone's ever looked at my computer And they see that page Like <laughs> Okay, there's a serial killer right there <laughs> This is how we know But he's gonna serial kill himself Yeah <laughs> But that's one way I'm weird. I, I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, like, I'm overly analytical, and the, the way I think about certain things is not n- normal, I guess. Mm-hmm. W- which, which is fine, because it's just, like, for me to understand something, I have to understand it on, like, a rational level. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to kind of explain it out through the... Yeah, the, the process is like what I hate is some people will have like an explanation for something but it's not a real explanation mm-hmm. it's it's like uh, okay, bad example but it's like there's certain things that people have religious explanations for like you know why is the sky blue you know why is there a rainbow because that's how God made it mm-hmm. it's an explanation but it's just like a placeholder for the real thing mm-hmm. so it's like why is a restaurant like like a why why is a restaurant a good place to go on a date Mm -hmm. so you could just say it's it's romantic Mm -hmm. but saying it's romantic is not like a like a good reason it's just a placeholder
0: well it is i mean you're i think the difference there is that one person is like the person that you're describing is giving a concise answer that encompasses many things and what you're looking for is the most nitty-gritty broken down possible explanation down to the the minute things because candles create a certain atmosphere that allows your pupils to dilate in such a way that that's what you're looking for and to most people they combine all of those aspects into one thing that they call romance mm-hmm. and then that's an explanation
1: well okay yes yes so, so i agree with that and they're both convey the same things but it's it's like For me to understand what makes it romantic, you can't just say, oh, that's romantic. I I can kind of get that in a lot of ways. Like, I'm not, uh, okay, I'm going to put this in a bad way, but I'm not, like, autistic. I can understand sensibilities and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I watch TV, I see social situations happen, and I am very intrigued by them, and I pick them up, but it's like, if I get a certain emotion or feeling, I wonder why I got that emotion or why I got that feeling. And I have to understand the, the details of it. It's not just like uh, like watching Game of Thrones. Certain things happen in that series. And it's like maybe I'm like shocked, horrified. But I have to know why I'm shocked and horrified. It's not mm-hmm. as simple as, oh, my God, he did the thing. It's like, why did he do that thing? Or this certain scene makes me feel a certain way. But wh- why does it make me feel that way? Is it, it, is it just because... This is what they intended. I mean, some of it's pretty obvious, but there's certain things that go into that that kind of make it even more interesting. Mm. And I can't just say, oh yeah, it's a romantic scene there. What's making that romantic?
0: I see. So do you find that that ends up helping you in the long run because then you can recreate things like that and take elements from, let's say this is a medieval romantic setting that you can't really recreate in the current modern times, but you can take elements from it because you understand... How it works and why it was romantic, and make a modern spin for it. I I think, yes. Modern problems require modern solutions.
1: Maybe, yeah. I'm a meme. (laughs) But I I think one thing that my brain does differently is I'm not very good with like random knowledge here and there. Like, I can memorize things pretty well. So that might seem like I have understanding, but I have to have like fundamental understanding of something and build it up. It's kind of like a house. Like, you have to, like, put the foundation there and kind of, like, you know, start building four by four, put the drywall. And that that's, like, like, it's a structure that's getting built or like a tree, you know, just kind of blossoming. Whereas a lot of people that have kind of random knowledge that's not unconnected. For me, everything has to be connected. And if I don't have it connected, I just kind of go crazy. Mm. It's like a, like. The reason why I picked up the guitar was because I didn't understand how the guitar worked, mm-hmm. and so I started learning lots of things about guitars because and how to play it and how music works. Not because like, uh, uh, not because I was, like I want to be a musician. It's more like how do people create music? Like how 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 do these things like actually interfit and what are they doing? How do they know these chords will work together? And so I have to learn about this because I don't understand it.
0: And lucky for you, it's all math.
1: A lot of it's math, yes, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, that, that's where things get weird with music theory. It's like, there's words for it, and people get confused with those words. Like, oh, this is a B diminished. But really, just talking about frequencies interacting with each other, mm-hmm. and how things are disharmonized and harmonized. And you know, We can talk about like tension and release. Okay, this is, this is the thing with music, too. So people with music might say, uh, what, what makes the song good? Well, it just makes me feel light. Okay, I don't doubt that, but you know why does it make you feel light? I don't know. It just kind of like you know pu- puts me up. But there's like an actual explanation b- behind that, and that explanation can be kind of uh, gained through music theory. So the music theory could talk about the tempo and how the tempo kinda relates to like say maybe a, a light light jog or something like that, or maybe a, a walking pace through a beach, and then how there's these bright tones and using the major scale instead of like the minor scale and the airiness to it kind of this kind of it's more like a soft-spoken sort of thing you can connect a lot of things that way and so that's where i really have to like understand things like i couldn't really understand music until i studied music theory Mm. And, and now i feel like i understand it decently but there's still many things i don't understand of course but like most music i can kind of like understand how it's working like how it's working under the hood and it's where i'm kind of a little obsessive a little what obsessive yeah i spreadsheets are awesome
0: (laughs) okay i I don't know anything about music so i can't talk about music
1: it's okay because i'm gonna i'm gonna sideline to another thing that's weird which is uh, have you ever gotten this I I became aware this was, like, a thing with myself when I read it in a book by Darren Brown. Darren Brown's, like, a famous magician guy. And he talked about this whole thing where uh, he used to, like, take care of old people. And he'd be, like, going down a hill and he'd be, like, pushing a lot, like, you know, have, like, a wheelchair. And uh, with some old person in it. And he'd just, like, go over it for a couple seconds, let it kind of roll down the hill and grab it. And he's kept on doing that, and he got a thrill out of that. He wouldn't actually ever let it go, but he always had that temptation in the back of his mind. Or when he's driving, he'd always have this temptation to, like, uh, just, you know, turn the wheel and just crash into, like, the ditch. Mm -hmm. And I myself get that quite a lot. And it's not like a suicidal thing, but it's like my brain's kind of telling me what not to do. So case in point... Uh, I was with my girlfriend like last year and we we're at the beach and we're on this like these these super rocky shore thing and essentially if someone was to fall off they would die like they are just they're just dead and we're kind of s- standing on the edge and the only thing that's running through my mind is just the image of pushing her off mm. and it's really kind of unsettling I know that I wasn't like thinking to push her off it's like from my perspective, that's my brain saying not to do, but that, that's just what kept on popping up. Mm. It's a, there's like a French word for it, but it's the call of the void. Yeah, call of the void. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to deal with because it's like sometimes the thoughts are so strong that it kind of... And sometimes they're so random, too. Mm. Like this... Okay, this is a little bit dark, but... I was in my house and the dog was kind of pissing me off because the dog just kept on like uh, barking, and so I kept on getting this thought about like you know slitting the dog's like throat, mm-hmm. which is something I would, would do, but you know the thoughts like tell me not to slit the dog's throat, mm-hmm. but it, it's kind of like this is a messed up thought.
0: Mm-hmm. I hear that that happens with uh, parents of newborns all the time that they have to like they. Like, there's a reason that shaking baby syndrome is, like, a real thing, and it's because, like, that's a natural thing that a lot of parents think is, like, when the kid won't fucking stop crying, they they have to think to themselves, all right, don't kill the child because it's sleep deprivation and just the natural inclination to, to make something annoying stop is to do whatever you have to do to make it stop.
1: Yep, yep. That's, that's very true. I think I might be susceptible to that, mm-hmm. honestly.
0: It's super fucked, and from what I hear, it's pretty much universal.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I don't like killing things in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay cool killing ants that invade or mosquitoes, but, you know, in general, if something that invades my house, like a spider, we cohabitate. Uh, as long as it doesn't fuck with me, I don't fuck with it. Uh, I'll bring insects outside. Uh, but it's like, this is especially the case when I used to live, uh, down the road a little bit, cause there's these people that would always leave their dog out and the dog would be barking for hours and hours and hours. And the thoughts I would have is like, again, someone who doesn't ever want to kill an animal, I'd be thinking about killing this animal constantly, hmm. like just shooting it. And, uh, what's the
0: point of having a pet if you're not going to like spend time with it and take care of it, if you're just going
1: to leave it outside and let it bark nonstop? That, that that that's my point well not my point but that is something i agree with <laughs> like mm-hmm. why even have a dog mm-hmm. if if you're going to do that and how come you can just like deal with barking for hours mm-hmm. like i don't know how they can deal with that and it's wrong to make other people have to like suffer that mm-hmm. it, it's it's different than a baby because like a baby you understand that just cry for no reason mm-hmm. this dog's barking because it wants to come in Mm-hmm. right it's been outside for hours and it just wants to come in mm-hmm. and you're just gonna let it's
0: f- bored and it wants somebody to play with or i'm sure there was a, where there could be a lot of ways to make the dog's dog start barking
1: well fulfill what it needs. The, in this case it's like at 1 a.m at night okay yeah that's stupid yeah, and the dog's just barking. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when I used to live with my dad, the neighbors would do that kind of shit, too. Just leave it out there for hours, and just have it bark. And it's like, what are they doing? Mm. Can't they hear it barking? Mm-hmm. Like They probably just tune it out. Like I, I can't tune dogs barking out, which really kind of annoys me. But what annoys me more is they're doing that makes me have these thoughts about killing the dog. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, not in my, my instinct, but... It's, it's, like, one of those animalistic things that's kind of, like, within me. Mm-hmm. Like, can you relate to either one of those there with Call of the Void or that? Call
0: of the Void for sure. Like, I think that's everybody has that to, to a degree. It's, like, uh, I don't know. It's fascinating for sure. Um, I'm wondering if it's, like, becoming more of an issue as, like, we're getting super dark, as, like, suicide starts to become more and more of an issue in society, especially in younger generations uh is that is some of that attributed to the call of the void and people giving into uh base instincts like that uh and not like fighting it you know what i mean i mm-hmm. i'm i'm wondering if that has anything to do with with uh, if if people some people actually do follow through with that with with uh it's an itch so you immediately just scratch it without yeah. thinking about it
1: yeah it it's really weird, because... Okay, this is something that I haven't verbalized quite yet. And I'm sure it makes sense. I'm sure this is like just empathy. You know, it's probably just called empathy. But sometimes I can see the way people think. Like, like it's, it's almost like I hop into their mind for a second and kind of just understand what they're thinking. And it, it's like... The call of the void i think is kind of sometimes like just get impulses so sometimes you get an impulse to do something and just get the image in your head oh that's funny and you know you do it i get those things all the time and i don't do it but then it's like sometimes when i see people do stupid things or jerky things and stuff like that or they say things like i can just tell that they got that thought in their mind and they just went with it mm-hmm. it's like same thing as you got that thought in the mind to push the girlfriend off the cliff and they did it. I mean, I'm not saying that's this case, but, you know, mm-hmm. less, less so. Like, maybe they said something that was jerky or something dumb. And instead of, like, taking a second to think through the thoughts and whether they're good, bad, or neutral, or something that should be said, did they say it. Mm-hmm. And, or they just do it. And I think that's how a lot of people, like, Like again, maybe this is me just being, like, weird, and overanalyzing but I, I feel like when I see people go through that like I, I can kind of see their brain jump to like an image or something and then they just do it mm-hmm. and there's that calculation there and I think that's the empathy aspect but I, I, I wonder if a big difference between like say me and you and other people who don't make such good decisions is maybe don't have that impulse control they see something in their head and they think do it hmm and this is where things kind of start going haywire and going wrong
0: mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I th- sometimes overthinking has the opposite effect. And if you think things through too much, then you don't end up doing things that people who don't control their impulses as well will end up doing. And it's a positive thing. I think it can, it can definitely work on both sides of the coin. It doesn't necessarily just have to be a bad thing. Uh, but in relation to bad things, I think there's also – it's very natural for humans to want to go against – the rules against the normal, I think that's extremely natural in and of itself. So I think that's part of that, that impulse to do things that are obviously the most forbidden things is that there's an allure to forbidden things. I, I think we talked about that in taboos. And uh, again, now is that it's just a natural inclination of humans to want to do things that they're not supposed to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. i think about beating people up a lot mm-hmm. um, and i think this is like, like a guy thing in general to some degree uh, i'm not sure if you experience that but that if i see people especially guys i think about like i could take them or how would i attack this person how would i like fight them mm-hmm. and it's not even a lot of times conscious it's like embodied if, the, if that makes sense it's not like my uh, like when you think about opening a door it's not like you have like a th- Thought about like opening the door. It's more like this kind of this, it's not even a thought. It's like a like a preconceived action, this kind of like within you. It's more like a program. And it's kind of like they have this little simulation that's playing out like down low somewhere. It's right. Like, okay, if this person wants to do this. I kind of know to do this. It's, it's not even conscious. Mm. It, it, it's okay. It's conscious, but it's not like I'm thinking. It's mm. kind of like. At least at first. Yeah. yeah at least at first. Yeah. But that's actually okay here's here's a pro tip for people if you're in customer service uh here's a great strategy to help you control your rage when you're dealing with a customer you don't like nine millimeter got it nine millimeter yep no just just while you're helping them keep a smile keep it going but this thing about you know being the shit out of them and uh you know smashing their face into the floor and just just keep those images going in your head and it'll keep you calm
0: Okay, professional customer service advice from Nathan Pevin.
1: I mean, it, it works for me. I mean, i only done it a couple of times, but it was like, it kept me from <laughs> lashing out. I've never lashed out at somebody before. Mm. And the, the, this one person I was almost able, about to. Mm. I'm usually able to,
0: to keep in mind, like, I, I almost feel sorry for people when they're like that. Because it's how I feel bad. Like, you have that much hate and anger in your heart that you're willing to take that out on somebody else.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it sounds like you have a story. So uh, next time on We Need to Talk, we'll cover that story because we need to talk.
0: Hey, it's Chris from The Vinyl Loft, the Upper Valley's all vinyl podcast spinning over seven decades of great music on a format that has refused to die. We spin nothing but vinyl, classic rock, alternative, heavy metal, and much, much more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and we are proud to be on PodcastNH.com.